brutally honest and and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, like I've been lying to myself. I don't enjoy this. Maybe I'm only doing this for the social, the social gratification, or maybe I'm only doing it because it pays me more, but I really hate it. Like maybe Ooh. I can do something else and get paid. Maybe the set, like it's all that sort of stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on planet Earth and now the greatest show on Zoom as well. This is <laughs> Uncommon Um Yeah, man, we've got a very, very special guest today, don't you reckon, Nick? Of course, man. We only get special guests. Like, you know, if you haven't Always. been invited onto the podcast, then like, you know, like, that Take says enough. That says enough. Take the hint. Take <laughs> the hint. Uh, you were on the radar. You would have copped a DM, but <laughs> you that's where you are right now. You know? And yes. I've seen your DMs and you haven't been responded for a reason, so I'm sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> but this this gentleman that we've got on right now is uh how would you describe him, Nicholas? How would you what would you say? Oh mate, well, this guy's at least like six foot nine. At least. Built, at least. He's at least like 130 kgs, four percent body fat. Um you know. I he think is the Actually, you know what? Go on, Sammy. Sorry. I, mean, I hear he's benching at least two, 225. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> at least. On a bad day. On a bad day with a sore shoulder. Um, he also knows how to... He knows a thing or two about superannuation. That's the craziest part about all of <laughs> <laughs> About finances. You guys, have you guys ever watched Hulk? You know how Hulk yeah. is smart when he's a human and he's like a normal human and he's like a like a nerd, but when he's Hulk, he's massive. Mm. But then when he goes half Hulk, half human, and he's got the glasses on, yeah, 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 this yeah. is That's Etty. That is huge, but super smart. Knows a thing or two about finance. Really driven. Absolute monster of a guy, man. Absolute beast. <laughs> Overall, great. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Etty Amagor. How are we? Holy shit, man. <laughs> the best intro I have ever had. Ever. Period. <laughs> you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome, bro. Well, you know what I'm saying, Etty, but we're, we're the king of intros here, but we don't play games, so. Hey, with these intros, man. bro. Oh, oh, man, you two are on another level. That was unbelievable, <laughs> you know? I'm going to debunk some of those myths, so uh, I wish I could do 225 on the bench. <laughs> Jeez. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah, well, a magician never tells his tricks, man, you know. Well, what's, your, what's your stats? Just give me a number. Give me a number. You're doing at least 180. Dude, I mean, I don't... To be honest, I actually don't bench. Oh. I don't think of it. I, like, what the? Shut up, Etsy, bro. You bet. You I swear. I, because the last time I benched, the last time I benched, I thought I was a hero and I thought I was, you know, walking, whatever, a big hero. And, and ever since then, I was like, I don't need a bench. Like, it, like I just don't need it. I do other stuff. However, I think the most I've done is 160. Yes. That's heavy. That's like, that's all of that just to say I'm massive. <laughs> man, you gotta have you gotta you gotta be humble a bit, man. You gotta be humble. 
and I'm not six, I'm not six nine. I mean, thank you though. Thank you for the uh, NBA stats right there. Bro. <laughs> six nine with shoes on. <laughs> so I'm trying to grow my hair out, man. You know, I'm trying to get those six. <laughs> yeah, we see it, bro. Oh yeah, my hair's spiky now. Little bit. Exactly. Yeah, 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 six nine with the hair, bro. Six <laughs> Oh, that is oh, bad. Man. Man. You Bro, guys are too much. Yeah. You guys are too much. It is a pleasure to be on the show, man. I, I can't believe you guys having all those DMs and, and me, man. Me, you replied to me. I mean, that is... I think that's the first ever reply from a DM I've ever had, you know? Ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you were messaging... You messaged us at least 10 times. So like we felt like we had to. After the tenth time, we're like, bro, come on, let's just do this guy a favor. Let's do it. <laughs> oh well, before this, you guys are saying, you know, your previous guests has all, you know, have all these Instagram followers. This and this, and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my my Instagram's on private, so. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good, bro. No, honestly, man, a pleasure to have you here, man. I wish we could have done this in person. Like, that would have been so mm. sick. But, you know, it is what it is, but we're still getting it out there. What do you yeah, do man. for people that don't know? What is it that you actually do? What I do? So I work in uh, corporate finance or in funds management. So um, what I specifically do, like on a granular level, I raise capital for like hedge funds and PE funds. So um, basically... Uh, my my clients, uh, most of them are from the US. Sometimes we 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 get some European clients, and they may run I don't know a twenty billion dollar hedge fund or a twenty billion dollar private equity fund. They want to come to Australia because they've got this great great strategy or great you know investment investment product, and they want to raise I don't know like a, a billion dollar fund. So we they contact us, and we we obviously assess their strategy and we assess their viability within the Australian market sometimes the Asian market, and we raise anywhere from, I don't know, like 15 million bucks to about a billion and a billion and a half in, in assets. Dude, dude um, a billion? Oh, sorry? I said, oof, a billion. That's crazy. That's for these guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you have to, I mean, more money creates more money, I guess you could say. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I mean... Th- the the we're talking big investment funds, right? Well, I've got, you know I've got a client who has forty billion dollars in assets under management, right? And we're we're about to raise a PE fund for them, and um, yeah, so like yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money, but it's, they're big investments. So think of it like you know you're investing in the stock market here. I just say you've got your CBA Comsec account, and you've got I don't know hundred grand you're putting in the markets. I don't know times that by a lot. <laughs> yeah. <I mean. laughs> <laughs> and they're just doing that, you know. These these funds are doing it on a, just a very big level. Um, are you are you investing in different ideas, or you're investing in stock, and you're trying to manipulate their money to be able to make them more money? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, look. So I specifically raise the capital for them to invest, but we also do take equity stakes in funds as well. So, for example, you know, uh, we uh, we took an equity stake in an Australian equities fund. Um, they, you know, they started about, oh, well, they, 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 they've been going on for a long time, but we partnered with them about seven years ago and they had about 7 million bucks on the management. Um, and, but incredible stock pickers, actually number one fund in the country. Um, don't want to toot my own horn, but they are great stock pickers. And we took an equity stake and we're like, look, we're going to build your business. So we, we want to build this funds manager and build this business, not just raise the capital, but actually help with the operational aspects 
everything apart from actually picking the stocks. And now they, you know, we've peaked at like 2.7 billion. So we've raised a fair bit of capital throughout that time. Obviously, very, very, very uh, big difference in when you're running a $7 million fund to a $2.7 billion fund. So we do take equity stakes as well. And then, yeah, we, from time to time, take, um, we take positions in companies, in, in stocks, in, in whatever it is, really. We, whatever deal, my, my bosses basically just say, look, if we can make money from it, you know, we'll, we'll have a look at it and, and see what the deal is. We'll see what the, what the merits are and we'll, we'll go from there. So... Bro, that's crazy. That's like a sick. I'll be honest, bro. If I understood what you were saying, bro, nah, <laughs> I've no idea. I've no idea, I just I've no idea what you're talking you. about. I was like, but, all right. but all I know, bro, is that if you want to know about super, <laughs> during this time, bro, let me tell you something about super, dog. <laughs> <Super. laughs> no, nah, that's my client. Like, so I so when I raise capital, the reason I know a lot about super animation funds is because. A lot of the the capital we raise, um, a lot of the clients we raise capital from are from superannuation funds. You've got to think, right? It's a 2.7, or, two, or it's lower now with, with Corona, but like a $2 trillion industry superannuation, right? That's a lot of money that they've got to invest in. So um, I go there. I, I, go, I speak to them all the time, and I need to know everything about these superannuation funds. That's why I just know a lot about them. Weird, I know, but I have to know a lot about them. So, you know. Yeah, man. Well, let me ask you this. Like, was there one thing in your life that had like that would just change everything for you dramatically like that one moment that's like you know what i'm going to become a doer because like you've done like femi didn't really introduce it at the start but like this guy's wbff pro founder of suits and kicks like that's a whole range of so many different things yeah femi, you, you screwed up the intro bro what are you doing man right i'm here to entertain i'm not here to, inter- I'm not here to bro, nick, nick nick is the organized one here man you're nick's just the informant. i'm i'm the, I'm the <laughs> The informant. The informant. Come on, man. Um, yeah, good question, man. If the if like one thing, one thing. Um, actually, yeah, I know, I know. I would have been probably like the second last year of my bachelor's degree. Um, I don't know how old I was. Maybe I was eighteen or not. Nine, no, I started uni at seventeen, so I would have been like nineteen or something like that. And you know, man, you you're partying, you're going out, you know, there's girls, there's there's, there's drinks, all that sort of stuff, right? Like it's it's good times when you're in uni, who cares? Not not a care in the world. But I remember thinking, like, all right, you know, uni's almost finished. Uh, I probably should start thinking what I'm gonna do after <laughs> after, after uni. Uh, but then I looked around, man, and I was just like, to be honest, most of my a lot of the people I was hanging around with, apart from a few um, who were still my friends, which is it was shit, man. Like they were, they were into the wrong stuff. You know, they didn't have the mm. the right mindset. And the best thing that I did, or the you know, the best thing that I guess helped me to to achieve, I guess what I've achieved today, and to continue to hopefully achieve what I want to achieve, is to get rid of all the shit in my life. And when I mean shit, I mean a lot of the people and a lot of the habits that they had, and mm. put myself within situations and surround myself with people who wanted to be exceptional at what they did, who had that mindset. You know, mm. that was single-handedly the best thing I ever did. And that's what changed, changed me big time. Because back then, I was, you know, I'd roll around with some drop kicks, <laughs> like, to be mm. honest. And you become that. Like, that's it. That's all you know, right? Like, you, mm. ro- you roll around the same crew long enough, you'll become them. That's what I believe, right? So, yeah. I was like, you know what? Screw that, dude. Like, that's, that's not what I want, you know? 
that's not what I want. I want to be exceptional in what I want to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do then, by the way, but I, I just knew I wanted to be exceptional at it. And um, I knew that I had to put myself in, in a position where I could do that. And I remember I moved out of home, went straight from the Hills District, moved into the city. Um, and I started, you know, making, I guess, like corporate friends, not just corporate friends, but just friends who were like driven, man, you know, who were, mm. who were doing whatever, whether they were in sport and TV, whatever they were doing, like they were just really driven individuals. And like, I fed off that. I fed off that. And every time I was like, I thought I was slipping, they'll put me back on check. You know, they'll be like, come on, bro. Like, what, what are you doing with your life, mate? Get, get on it. So that definitely, definitely helped me big time. Definitely helped me big time. Yeah, man. I honestly, bro, like, I love that so much because I feel like, even for myself, like, I always say this to feminine stuff, but I'm a big believer of your environment. And that's why, like, we were like, I honestly, I like everything that we're doing right now in our lives, I always concentrate it towards our environment, the people that we associate with. Because like yeah. you're saying, bro, like if you start to hang around with people, like, you know, if you start hanging out with trash, then you're eventually going to stink. So it's really like shaping your environment, shaping sure. who you work with. I, I, I really believe in that as well. That's a big game change. And that's really helped me a lot. And I think that for family as well, like I think you can, like, you can back that point as well. Like because this guy wants to move to the city. He wants to get... We're out in the West at the moment. This guy wants to move to the city. He's like, bro, I need to get amongst it now. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Your environment, man. <laughs> like, your network is your net worth. And I don't... A hundred. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that's not even just, like, financial. That's also, like, your character, your beliefs, your... Mm. Everything about you, the people that you are around is who you will be. You're the average of your group. Like, that's just how it kind of is. So, I think that... um even to even with like the way that you see yourself in your mind to like what you said if you're around people that don't have the right mindset you're not going to have the right mindset you're not going to thrive mm. in amongst people that are actively against your growth like that's not how shit works mm. exactly and it's really important for people to be able to recognize that and find the right people and like you said immerse yourself get in amongst the people that are on your on the same wavelength of as you or what you want to do otherwise you're going to remain the same and you're going to do the vic you're going to play the victim and you're going to do the what is me card for the rest of your life you know my so my um my cousin he um he around that time where i was deciding you know what i need to get rid of the trash and start like really trying to focus all right you what sort of man do i want to be you know going in my 20s and and beyond and i was still partying a fair bit back then and he goes look man there's nothing wrong with partying, man. You're young. Go out, have fun, talk to girls, you know, do what you got to do. You're a young dude. But if you're going to go out and get um, three, three girls' numbers, make sure you get at least three business cards that could help you. Right? That was like his mentality. Like if, because, yeah, you're out as well. But don't forget, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of connections that you can potentially make when you're out at these clubs or at pies or whatever. So if you, if you meet someone, and by the way, I'm not, like, I'm not out there picking up guys or anything. I'm just saying, like, if I mean... I saw that look for me, bro. I was like, bro. <laughs> Zoom, man. I can see you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was just saying, he was just like, man, okay, so, you know, you pick up... And by the way, like, connections don't have to be, you know, males. Like, there's a, a lot of successful females out there, right? Mm. But he was just saying, like... um, make sure it's not like you're taking this opportunity because now like you're going out, you're meeting all these people and um, a lot of the time you meet them and you, you don't really ask what they do. You get, you know, you get drunk, whatever, like this and that. But I started like taking a step back and not like getting drunk, but like asking people, Oh, so you know, what do you do? Like, 
getting to know them. And if they were good people, I'd be like, oh, we should catch up for coffee. And actually meeting people in the daytime, <laughs> not just, you know, your club friends, you just meet, you know, at clubs. And, and that's always st- stuck with me. I was like, all right, if you're going to do that, you're going to have fun. Make sure you get business done at the same time and, and, and keep those people who you met out or whatever, who are striving to be exceptional, keep them close. Speak to mm. them all the time. Bounce ideas off them. Take them out for a coffee because you just never know where it might where it might end up. And I definitely would not be in the position where I literally I would not be in my position where I work if it wasn't for mm. networking. Like that's actually how I ended up at this job. <laughs> so yeah. I'm a massive believer in it. Yeah, I like that. And the one thing that I heard from what you're saying is focus, because when you're if you're not focused and you go out clubbing and you go out whatever. Not saying anything is wrong with doing any of those stuff or having fun or whatever, but if you're not focused, you're going to miss the point. You're going to miss opportunities. You're going to miss your ability to be able to kind of grow in everything. And I think it's the same thing with, because I think like what you're talking about is very tangible. It's very much like job, career, progress in that sense. But even if we look at it from like, from a mentality point of view and your mindset point of view, if you're not focused on that growth, like you easily get distracted. You easily get distracted by the club or the noise of the world. Um, so if you're not focused to be constantly looking for people that are able to help you and assist you, you're not going to be able to progress. hundred percent. And look, and if, if your world is that, <laughs> like if that's what you want to do and, and be a, a club guy or a party guy or whatever it is, yeah, go for it. But if you're someone who wants to be, again, exceptional, what they, what they are, um, whether you're a doctor or, you know, an investment banker or, or a PT, whatever it is, and you're doing all that sort of stuff and then you go and complain that you don't get those opportunities or you're not where you want to be and, all, and making up all these excuses, check yourself. Like, think, okay, why? And I'm telling you right now, most likely the reason why you're not there is because you're bullshitting it around partying and I don't know, maybe your life on Instagram is all flashing and all that, but there's no substance. There's nothing. It's a, it's a, mm. it's a, it's a nothing world. It's a very yeah. short term, you know, airy fairy world. There's nothing to it. So you are right. You've got to focus. You've got to keep that focus party, but still, you know, focus. Yeah. 100%, 100%. So what do you think is like the pathway then? Like for someone that's like super career driven, but they don't want to let the career like take over their life. So what do you think that pathway or that balance kind of looks like for somebody? Cause I remember back in my time when we started our business, like my career, my success in my business was legit everything that I was like living for at that point. And I started to neglect other areas. Like I spoke about this in one of our podcasts where we believe in like four focal points being ones that are super important to you. So like my friends, my relationships, my family, they were declining and my career was the center of everything that I was doing. So I was just so driven towards that goal. So like, how do you, because you're in your feet, like your hands are in everywhere right now. How do you find that balance and maintain it? Ah, oh, man, good, hard question. How do I do it? Look, I'm going to be straight up and say, like, if you want to be the best at whatever career it is, I'm sorry, but you kind of have to immerse yourself in it, in every career. Like it's, I mean, look at, look at it. Look at the best people in every field, in, in, in you know, start tech startups, in basketball, in all that sort of, whatever it is, right? Look at their lives. Like they had to make sacrifices. They all did, you know, some of them could have been friends, could have been family, could have been whatever. You just have to decide because if you want to be the number one, be the best, you have to immerse yourself. Like it will become your life. And, you know, 
<laughs> I, I know it's almost going against like what you what you got what you were saying, Nick. But I didn't like it. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Like, no, like, no, yeah. Like yeah. you, you just got to like people got to wake up. Like, I'm sorry. Like you got to wake up. Like if you want to be the best, if you want to go make a million bucks a year, or if you want to be the best basketball player, if you want to be the best whatever um, TV personality, it's going to be your life, man. <laughs> like it's mm. like I'm sorry. It's going to be your life. You are going to have to make sacrifices. You can't have it all all at once you know mm. what i mean you may be able to have a taste of everything along that whole pathway along the whole journey but it's hard to have it all at once even lebron james has to make sacrifices i'm sure there are plenty of times that he doesn't see his wife and his kids for long periods mm. when he's on the road you know what i mean like these people who um you know eon musk like zuckerberg like these people who are at the top the helm of what they do have made sacrifices so for me I um I had to understand that, right? I understood that. And sorry, my my, my girl, she's can you hear that? Not really. Uh, Only if I really like try to. <laughs> to uh, just you know, have a nice drink of water. Anyway. <laughs> um so like for me, for me I, I just I ex- accepted that, you know. I I tried to say, all right, you know, let me, let me do this. Let me like try and be as social as possible and meet all my friends and be super fit and, and try and um, be really, really good at my career. But you know what? It doesn't work like that. <laughs> like something's going to give, something's going to give. For me, I chose two things that, um, that, or three things really that I was like, all right, I'm, I can balance these three and I'm just going to focus. I'm going to try and do everything. Right? Mm. Number one was my career. Number two was my physical health. And number three was my relationships with the people who I truly, truly felt that were like family to me, right? Not literally, that includes obviously my immediate blood family, like my brother, but you know, my, my, my partner, my best friends. Like I was like, you know what? I'll f- always have time for them. But all the other people who, I don't know, pretend or whatever, like they're on the, they're, yeah, I, I just, and I was, I became quite, quite brutal. I was like, I don't have time. Like I just said no, and eventually they just stopped asking to catch up because I was like, to be yeah. honest, like I'm just not gonna. Like I'd rather be doing other things, and I, I don't have time to. Yeah. To, what are we? We're gonna catch up for a coffee. Oh, how, how's your life there? How's yeah, good? And that's it. Like fuck that. You know, I got. <laughs> <laughs> got no time yeah. for that, man. Like my close friends, I will make time for them because every time I meet them, they get something out of me, and I get something out of them. Like it is like. It's it's warming. It's it's great. It's fun. You know, it's it's, it's joyful. I always leave, you know, speaking to them in a good headspace and all that sort of stuff. Like if it's just small small talk, man, I got no time for that. So for me, I chose three things. That's sort of the first thing I said. All right, I'm just going to focus on those things to balance. And then in order for me to balance them, um, I I well, I guess I, I gave up a lot of sleep. <laughs> to, to, to be honest um but look in order for me to balance it like i i just i just try and structure my day it's weird saying this now because for me it's just like normal to, like in yeah. my life, i don't even i don't even think of it like i wake up at 4 30 every morning and i train in the morning right that's that's my day <laughs> I yes, I yeah well that's it for me for me i was like okay well I got to get it done. Like, I mean, I have no other time really in the day to do it. You know, I, mm. I, train, I get up at 4.30 in the morning, I'm at five, a bit after five. 
I train for an hour, an hour and a half. I get into the office. I work. Um, and then I may come home. I mean, sometimes I get home by eight o'clock, right? Eight o'clock. I'm not going to be training at nine o'clock at night. This is like, mm. it's just not going to happen. Like my t- I want to get home. I want to eat dinner. I don't know. Maybe, you know, ha- have a chat to the missus, watch Netflix, go to bed. That's it. And that's it. That's, yeah. that's my day. But I get my, my things done. I get my training in the morning. I get my, obviously my work done at, in the office. And then after, after work, or maybe sometimes at lunch, I could catch up with, with a friend or, or whoever it is and um, still have my social bit. And then on the weekend, yeah, I can, I can do my social stuff on the weekend. You know what I mean? So that's, I guess, how I sort of balance it. You know, That was a really long-winded answer to try and answer that. But basically, I did that because I don't have an answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're working out. It's different than when I'm in a show, though. Like, when I, when I do, like, the WBFF show, like, that's... That's like that's another level. That that is like two full time jobs, man. Like c- competing <laughs> is like a full time job. That is crazy craziness. Mm. And what suffered there was my social life. Yeah. Like forget about it, man. Forget about your social life for four months, man. Like you're not going out. Like I, you don't drink nothing, nothing. You don't see people because you're tired all the time. Like something has to give. But yeah. that was my choice. Hundred percent. And I agree with that. Like, I, I really do agree with that. Like, I think that, like, you can't have it all. And you need to pick, like, priority areas and things that are important. And then you have to accept that, you know, as a result of me getting here, these are the things that I need to sacrifice to make it happen. So, like, you know, like, with competing, like, I'm sure, like, everyone can relate that, you know, social elements are perhaps going to reduce a little bit. Like, I can't go out drinking. A little bit. I, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't competed. But, you know, what I mean, because it's so easy to just go eat junk food when you're with your boys and stuff. So, like, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that's what I believe in, man. I mean, if you if you want to, especially for like us, you know, young 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 gents like trying to make it in this world, dude. This is the time where you can like immerse yourself in something, whatever it is, you know, whatever career you have, you know, in mind or whatever business start, whatever it is, like do it. You don't have kids, I hope you. I mean, I don't know if you've got kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know of. I don't have any kids. Like you know what I mean, like. Like, this is the time. Like, I immerse myself in my work. Um, you know, some people don't see that. I know, because I've had this heated discussion with a lot of people. A lot of people are like, ah, oh, man, you work too hard, or this or that. And, like, you've you got to have a drink, switch off sometimes. You know, fuck that, man. Like, you, you do you. Like, if you want to work nine to five, right, and, you know, switch off and have beers at five o'clock every single day, and, well, then, good luck. Like, do you, man. Like, <laughs> like I know, I know the journey I want to be on. I know my path. I know my goals. And for me to get there, like I'm sorry, I can't clock the clock off at five o'clock and start work at nine o'clock and just have a chilled bees. It's a fact. It doesn't work like that. I'm sorry, it just mm. doesn't. Work. I got to hustle. I got to hustle, or I'll just not reach my goals. <laughs> <laughs> Simple, man. No shit. I like that, man. I like that. I like that. It's very real and honest because. I think that sometimes there's a lot of hype and um, intangibilities to to what we talk to, like this whole kind of space. And sometimes even with us, people might misunderstand what we're saying. We're not. We're definitely not saying that you can be. Um, you well, as human beings, we're finite, and there's always gonna have. You only have a finite amount of 
points to be able to distribute. So you can't give a hundred percent to everything. It's just not possible. Yeah. But I think that the, 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 the analogy I give for that is you only have so many fucks to give it a day, right? So just think you fucks to give it a day. If you give a fuck about 10 things before 12 o'clock, that's it. You can't give a fuck about anything else. <laughs> <Yeah. for the laughs> <time. laughs> You're done. It's all gone. <laughs> so if someone comes up to you like, man, I've run out of fucks to give, bro. I'm out. Yeah, Fair <laughs> enough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Got none left for you, man. <laughs> nah, but it's good though, because it's like, I think what you said is that's really, really important. Like you just, you balance the three most important things in your life and you're excelling in them, obviously. Do you know what I mean? You obviously have like three great areas that are really, really thriving that we can see. And I think that's important for people to have like whatever amount of areas, three, four areas that are really, really their focus point that they can allow themselves to grow in and just be awesome at it. Do you know what I mean? Rather than yeah. being at 15 different areas, you know what I mean? You, you exactly. have to, number one, you've got to be honest to yourself. Yeah. People are just not honest to yourself. I, I got to a point where I tried, I was at a point when I was trying to do everything, you know, a few years ago, actually, and things like in my life were getting fucked up, to be honest. Um, and I was literally failing at a few things because I tried to do everything. I, I did. Mm. And I thought I could be good at everything. And I remember my boss sitting me down and goes, Eddie, you can't do Like, what, what's this? Like, why are you doing this? Like, you can't do anything. Pick a couple of things that you want to focus on, right? And for me, number number one definitely should be your health, mm. right? Because at the end, that's mm. why I started Suits and Kicks. Has to, you know, it has to be health because you cannot forego your health for your um, career. Or sorry, yeah, you can't you can't go for a career and immerse yourself in your career at the detriment of your health because you may get to a point where it's too late man like and unfortunately like in my field i've seen people literally drop dead or not seen them but like you know heard stories of you know high-flying bankers and all that sort of stuff who were making more money than god but they didn't take care of their health and they dropped dead before 50 wow. because stress and, and all the stuff to the, and the pressure no sleep and bad eating habits all that sort of stuff it's like okay so what man you got millions in the bank and you're dead like yeah exactly <laughs> was that worth it like was that exactly. worth it exactly so, uh, so i think man definitely not the detriment of your physical and your mental well-being for sure um and then and then work look your okay. friends will get it that's what i found your true friends will understand your hustle and they will understand if you're like sorry man i'm just busy they'll get it because yeah. when you when you are free they'll still be they'll still be hanging out they're not going to be like oh you know screw that guy like he's just too good for us nah man and the people who did that i got rid of them i got i, I got on <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? but my my true friends like i may sometimes i may not see like some of my best friends for a couple months but they're hustling as well so we just get it like we'll talk yeah. here again. we may not hang out but we get it we're both hustling so we're good. We may not see each other, but then when we do see each other, man, it's, you know, it's, wow, it's, we're it's sipping. So like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah. so good. So how do you feel like you manage your, your physical health when you're working in such a job that's full of stress? Um, Cause you've got all these external stresses being like in the, in the financial field. How do you like, it's so easy for people to feel like, fuck, like, you know what? Like it's been a stressful day. I'm just going to kick back, have a wine, kick back, give myself a break and then go into it. But you're straight, like, boom, I'm still going to exercise, still going to get it done. Like, how do you, how do you do that all? Well, for me, um, number one, I, 
I wake up and I, and I tell myself, well, I'm trying to do all this whole affirmation stuff. I mean, my girlfriend's not getting me into it, you know, like, <laughs> and, and like meditate or, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it's kind of working, I guess. But anyway, but like, yeah, it like, but I was sort of mentally doing this anyway. I don't know the difference writing it in a book, like doing your affirmations, a book, putting your head anyway. I was sort of doing this anyway, but I just mm. think to myself, like, why am I doing this? I never forget why. Like, why am mm. I doing this? Because if, I think, like, us three, man, we could be doing anything. Mm. What's stopping mm. us? You know what I mean? Like, we, we, are, we are blessed to be living in a country, in a world where we can literally be whoever we want to be. And i got to think to myself when I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, it's not that fun, let me tell you, mm. but I still do it. And I think, why am I up at 4.30 in the morning training and then doing this, doing this job? And then I remind myself, all right, this is why. These are the goals I want to achieve. Um, this is why I want to do it. Um, I enjoy doing this, this and that. I don't really like that, but I need to get over that to get to this, which Ooh. I do really enjoy. And then I'm like, all right, fair enough. Let's start my day. You know what I mean? Because um, that constant reminder of why I'm doing it, why I started doing it and why I continue to do this um, really gets me through it. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people, man, who who maybe one day they'll, they'll wake up and be like, what the fuck? Like, why am I doing this? And they realize, yeah. you know, they realize <laughs> they have, maybe they're only doing it because they need money. You know what I mean? But you can get money doing a lot of things. Like, why are you doing this? And you and you hate your life, or you hate yourself. Like, why are you doing this? So, um, I think, yeah, you gotta you gotta keep asking, like, reminding yourself, like, why you started this and what the end goal is. And that's what I do for me, man. Mm. Like, why are you guys doing this? Our big passion. Well, I can only speak for myself. My big passion is always about mental health. I think that there's a lot of people that have a a very poor understanding of what it means to be mental health. I think that we look at it from a very clinical perspective of mental illness rather than mental health being about mental fitness. Yeah. Um, that's what we're just trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do is trying to destigmatize what mental health actually means and make it just a part of everybody's daily toolkit. Like the same way that you talk about um, physical fitness, the same way people talk about financial fitness, like trying to go to a job, all that kind of stuff. It should yeah. be the same part of your routine to be able to practice your mental fitness because when shit gets hard when it's game day and you haven't done any training good luck do you know what i mean it's a very much so very very difficult battle and even myself i've struggled with stuff like that because i didn't do any of the mental battle um, any of the mental work prior so then it's kind of now been come my mission to be able to expose what mental health kind of looks like and what mental fitness is meant to look like. That's powerful. Yeah. Man. That's powerful. It's good. 100%, man. I agree with that so much. And I love the why element. Because even, like, I see myself, because, like, everyone knows that when you're striving for big dreams, big aspirations that you want to achieve, it's not always going to be smooth sailing. It's always going to be like, fuck, like, I could just... There's not, like you said, there's nothing stopping you from just going and be like, you know, I'm just going to apply for a job. I'm going to live like a life which keeps me sane, keeps me chill. I get to enjoy the finer things and I make a good income. But when you strive for that next level, when you strive to be, to be excellent and really make, leave a footprint in the world, then you got to realize that, bro, this is what's required. This is why I want to do it. You need to have that reminder because there's going to be times where you get tested. It's like Femi was saying, bro, if you're not doing that mental work, that mental fitness, bro, you're, you're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. Yeah. And I think and I think that even with the why component, I think that a lot of when you ask a lot of people why, 
I think a lot of people try to come with answers straight away, but it's actually a, a really deep question that you need to spend a lot of time actually understanding why you're doing it. Because it doesn't come from a superficial layer. It's actually very deep. And I would encourage people that when you're thinking about that, you need to be like, at least spend a couple of like time and be really true. Make sure that it aligns with you 100%. Because if it's bullshit, you're going to feel that it's bullshit and you're going to give up any day of the week. Yeah. And that, that's why I do it every day. Like, I think everyone should be doing it every day. Like, why, why are you doing this? Why are you waking up and going to your nine to five that you hate? Mm. Like if, if you hate it, quit. You know what I mean? Quit and do something exactly. else. Like, and don't, and you are right, Nick, in saying um, a lot of it, a lot of people may have like a superficial reason to do it, but this is something that you need to work on and think about and dwell on it or whatever, pray on it, whatever you need to do mentally in order to understand, truly understand why you're doing something, why you're waking up and doing the same, same thing over and over again that you don't think um, is getting you any closer to your dreams or, or whatever, mm. whatever it is. Like, it's it's got to, again, you just got to be brutally honest and, and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, okay, like I've been lying to myself. I don't enjoy this. Maybe I'm only doing this for the social, the social gratification or maybe I'm only doing it because it pays me more, but I really hate it. Like maybe mm. I can do something else and get paid. Maybe the set, like it's all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know? 100%. 100%. I love that. So let me flip this book to you, but I'm going to make this a bit of a financial question, bro, because you're a financial guy. So tell me in the past five years, what's the best investment you've made? Financially? Mm. No, uh, as, okay. Well, the best investment, honestly, that I've made is in my education. I gotta say, um, as corny as that sounds. Corny. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. It's recording, man. It's recording, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, Nick, what's it you say? Figures like, yeah, I put 600K in, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, oh, well, look, look, man. Like, I, oh, I really. I'm a, I'm a bit of a, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit of a, of a nerd, undercover nerd, and um, I, like, I read a lot. Um, and, like, I couldn't, I could possibly have not have made any investments in anything if I just didn't understand what's going on. Like, but that's why I say, like, the best, the best investment I made was, like, literally buying all these books, buying the investment books about Warren Buffett, uh, my education in, in my, my master's, I'm doing a CFA right now, Charter Financial analyst accreditation, my bachelor's, all that sort of stuff would not have prepared me for investing in the markets. So I definitely would say my education. But in terms of like a, like a big, like a winner, um, probably in like, the best one would be in, in our fund, in our fund. So, I mean, we're the number one fund. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I put, yeah, I, I transferred, I actually, used, I used my super to invest in that, actually. And um, it's probably been the best investment I've, I've had. I mean, it's great numbers. Um, essentially, it's, just, it's the, they invest just in the Australian stock market. And cool. they have a concentrated portfolio, 30 stocks. And I know all 30 of those companies in the, in the, in the portfolio. And let me tell you, it's a... <laughs> I have to be careful what I say because I gotta have to. I have to say a lot of disclaimers here because I can't give any advice. I can't give stock stock tips or anything because if no, I, I say give any advice. and then one of your listeners go like, "Oh, Etty said to go invest in uh, X Y Z company, but it went to shit," I'm gonna go sue him. I'm screwed. 
I'm screwed. I can't, I can't give advice. Yeah. But let me tell you, I'll tell you some companies that I've been watching lately. I mean, Afterpay is a good one. Afterpay is a good stock that I've been watching. Um, I may be in it, maybe not. Who knows? That's up to your own, <laughs> own that is your money if you want to be in it or not. Um, but it's a good, it's a, I think it's a good stock. I mean, a lot of people who, who, who may think otherwise. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, that'll, that'll say that's probably my, my, my two best investments yeah. in my education and in, in, my, in our current fund that we have now. Yeah. See, a lot of people are actually like, if we speak about the time right now, a lot of people are obviously struggling financially, right? Like, finances is a big topic of conversation yeah, um, in the economy right now. So, just from like, obviously, general, what do you think a lot of people can do? If, you, if there was like a tip that you could give to someone right now, if you could speak to like everybody in the world and be like, bro, like if you're struggling with your finances, Here's something that you can do to either manage your, manage your wealth or build wealth. Because I think that some people look at these as two different types of opportunities. What would be your kind of tip or advice, general? Or listen, this is general advice. Uh, you, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can email me at eamigo at axiuspartners.com. Um, I can maybe make an exception with your management fee that we'll charge you to invest in our fund. Um, <laughs> that's probably the tip is give us your money and we'll manage. No, I can't do that. Actually, I can't. You can edit that out, right? um well look i mean for for young people like millennials because it's quite different right if you're if you're 50 plus it's a whole different like whole different story but obviously for like young people like us um number one um do do a deep deep dive into every granular detail of your expenditure because we live, and you guys know this, we live in an age, in the Instagram age, where everyone spends stupid amounts of money to try and look good and, and try and flex for everyone on the gram or whatever it is, and really they ain't earning jack shit, right? <laughs> so if you've built a life on your socials where it looks like you're, you're balling, but really you're not, and now you've lost your job or whatever, <laughs> whatever yeah. like be honest with yourself and say, are you really going to go and take out loans or like do things in order to try and keep that lifestyle? Like, no. So do a deep dive into every grain of detail and say, all right, what really do I need here? <laughs> like, do I really need to be doing that on Instagram? Do I really need to be buying that? Do I like, do I really need to be buying organic vegan everything? Like, which is triple the price <laughs> of, of every, like, you know what I mean? Not, nothing against those guys. You know, I'm just saying like, <laughs> Like that's expensive shit. And if you've just lost your job and you're gonna and you're gonna go and buy like thirty dollar a kilo organic sweet potato, like, all right, <laughs> you're gonna be it's gonna be hard for you. So be brutal. <laughs> like, you may have to go to Coles and buy the sweet potato I buy for six dollars a kilo. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like you gotta you gotta be honest like that to yourself and think yeah. um and save that money. Now if you've got a pretty good like savings account you've got like a buffer and maybe you know so you got your job and all that, all that sort of stuff the advice i'll give um you know stock markets have been dislocated you know over 30 percent global and australian stocks um but be patient because there's been a lot of blood on the streets right now but you're going to find that there's a lot of stocks that you can actually go into and um really ride it out over the next five to ten years so um and also don't make another advice don't make don't make stupid decisions, you know. I've been hearing people, young people who 
Like they've never invested in a stock in their life. They've never done any investment in their life. Maybe they've got a place. And then they go take out a $100,000 loan and they think they're experts at the market just because Corona's knocked off 30% of the market. They're like, oh yeah, I'm going to invest in this, this and that. You're out of your mind, man. Like, are you serious? Like, what, what, all of a sudden you're, you're Warren Buffett? Like, really? Like, what's... Like, don't, like, do not make those decisions. Like, do not do dumb stuff. Like, take out a, a stupid... Um, unsecured high interest loan to go gamble in the stock market because you think like you're, 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 you're the next investment guru, investment genius. Don't do dumb shit like that. Just be patient and live within your means, really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that, that's definitely what I'll survive. And don't panic. You know, people are panicking and I get it. It's, it's stressful, man. Like, because um, people, like, you got to think, like, this is our first recession. You know, like I'm 29. So the last recession, like proper recession back in 2008, 2009, it's like, uh, was, I was in year 12. I was just, you know, coming out of high school. I didn't, did you feel there was a recession when you guys would have been, what, like, in year six? I don't know. Like, you, of you, two. Like, like you didn't feel there was a recession. You know what I mean? Like, it's, we are feeling it now because we're now in the working age. This is, this is all our first recession. And this is the first time we felt like people and our friends like really doing it tough. And it's, it's, it's a shock, isn't it? You know, it's a shock. And like, I speak to my bosses all the time about it and they've been through multiple recessions, you know, they're much older and they're like, yeah, like, this reminds me of this recession, this and that. And they give me some advice on what to do around the, these times. But for us, this is our first time. And the number one thing they say is don't panic. Just like, don't worry. It'll, you know, the sun will rise tomorrow. Like it's yeah. things, things will eventually get back to us. So don't panic. Don't do dumb stuff. Save your pennies if you have to. If there's, if the, if you've got extra cash um, lying over and you want to invest, be patient in the markets and going at the, and going at a time where you feel as though it's comfortable and just ride it out because yeah, you like, you'll, you'll survive. You'll be fine. You know what I mean? You will, you will be fine. But you know, if you, if you're that screwed, there's all, there's always only fans. <laughs> just saying, bro. Well, out of your daily, out of your uh, monthly expenditure, how much goes to OnlyFans accounts? Like, how many OnlyFans accounts do you subscribe to? The why I subscribe to? Yeah, none, bro. What, what, what do you mean? <laughs> His girlfriend's over there. <laughs> <laughs> You see this, buddy? I, me, me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Only fans. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Blink twice for 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, this has been sick. Honestly, I've had a lot of fun. Uh, it's always fun to talk to one of the boys, you know? Um, yeah, man. Fuck, man. We've known each other since we were kids, dude. Like, look at you. Look at us. I know, it's crazy. Like no. literally, like running around like in little Nigerian parties and all that, like, li- like children, bro. Playing soccer with cans and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every party, you needed to assert your dominance with a running race. Whoever was the oh, fastest. Oh, of course, of course, 100%. 100%. Whoever's the fastest, you're getting all the girls for the next year. For the next year, that's you. Like, you're done. You so much to. respect. 100%, dude, 100%, 100%, man. 
And now look at us, Nick picking up girls with superannuation. You know, <laughs> Femi, you know, licking his lips every five seconds like a light-skinned mother. You know. <laughs> oh shit, man! I'm proud of you guys, man. I know I said it before, like, but like I'll say it on like on record now. Like I'm proud of you guys. You know, you guys went on went on the show. You killed it. Repping the brothers out there, man. I'm always, always, always proud of you know to see to see brothers, especially ones you grew up with, you know, up there and, and, and trying to do stuff, man. Like it's our, like, it's, it's our generation of, of African Australians who are really going to excel. Right. Um, you know, our parents did a great job. My parents, your parents, Nick, you know, your parents, we did a great job of obviously raising us, but it's like, it's, it's like, we have been given this opportunity. Like they didn't have this opportunity that we've had. We've had, we have the world at our feet to do whatever. And you guys have a platform to really make a change, right, in people's lives. And you guys are doing that. And, um, yeah, man, like, I'm really proud of you guys for doing that. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Honestly, like, that's, that's big, bro. I really do appreciate that, man. And I think that you, you probably underestimate the amount of influence you have on our community as well, bro. Like, you're definitely a leader. And you're definitely somebody that we all look up to. And you might be saying, oh, I don't have that many Instagram followers. I'm going to put my Instagram on, on like, off private now or something. Yeah, yeah, put it off private. Get some more followers, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell them to follow Suits and Kicks. <laughs> I'm getting all these. I'm getting all these, like, I don't know, like, Indian and Dubai people, like, in, inboxing me, like, relax, man. Like, no, no. What do they want? To jump on? No, no, on my personal one, like sexual oh. DMs, dude. Oh. <laughs> and I really am not asking for that. Like I feel I feel targeted. It's not really <laughs> <laughs> So I put it on private. Stop taking shirtless oh. pics then, bro. Yeah, that's oh, it, bro. If you take those shirtless pics, whatever you get is what you get, bro. You're free game. All Photoshop, man. All Photoshop. <laughs> It's been awesome talking to you, Eddie, bro. Like, we've spoken a lot about a lot of stuff. And I guess the only way to wrap up this type of podcast, bro, is we're going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Um, you know, short answer, one word, one sentence max. <laughs> and keep it short and sweet. So, number one, all right, first question, favourite movie? Scarface. Ooh. Um, what's the next one, Nick? Um... Oh, it's really rapid, guys. Really rapid. What's your, what's your favorite travel destination? Let me get it up, bro. What's my what? Favorite travel destination. Tokyo. Tokyo. Is there, do you have the rest one for me? Like, uh, most important thing in your life. Most important thing. So it doesn't include your phone, your laptop, people. doesn't count any of those. What it doesn't it doesn't include my phone, phone, your laptop, like technology, like phone, laptop, technology stuff. Or any people, or any people. The most important thing in my life that is not a tech, something technology related or a person. Uh, the gym. Okay, we'll accept it. We'll accept I'll it. Accept we'll accept the gym. Uh, what's the most attractive quality in someone? Uh, intellect. Mm. Yes, sir. That's why Nick's so single, but he's been struggling for a long time. But. <laughs> You're so stupid. Uh, what's your number one tip or advice for life? 
Oh man. In number one tip of advice for life, enjoy it. Have fun. You know, don't take it too seriously. And I'm sure a lot of people say that, but you know, as corny as it is and whatever it is, it's true. Mm. You know, like fuck living a life when you're depressed and sad and complain and all that sort of stuff, man. Just enjoy it. Shit's gonna hit the fan anyway, so may as well enjoy it. No cap. No cap. That's it. Nah, but that was sick, man. Honestly, bro, like this was such a great podcast. And like, it was actually a really good run for like the first virtual podcast that we've done. I think it was sick. A lot of insight, a lot of learning from the man. Is this the first one? This the first I have one. A Zoom, yeah. Oh, so I'm the trial run. I was the trial run for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a legit right. Everyone knows the first trial run is always the worst. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> you think I meant, but after 10 DMs and I finally give you a shot, obviously. There's a reason. Come on. Nah, it was good, man. It's absolute pleasure, guys. It was absolute pleasure. Loved it. Yeah. So, like, talk to the people, bro. Like, where can they find you? If they want to get to know Etsy a bit more, want to know a bit more about hedge funds, all that, yada, yada. Yeah, at, yeah go, just jump on Instagram um, at Suits and Kicks, which is just S S, sorry, S U I T S. A-N-D-K-I-C-K-S, Suits and Kicks. Um, yeah, on Instagram. And Facebook as well, yeah, Suits. Oh, I forgot I have Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, if I'm with you, I may as well rep everything, right? So Facebook, Suits and Kicks. Oh, I've got a website as well, yeah. Um I mean, you can try and add me, but I'm on private. Like, I'll, I'll suss you out if I accept you or not. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's Etty Amigo. This is my name, E-T-I Amigo. Like, yeah, I mean, you can try. Like, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so promising, bro. That's so promising. But it's just gone private for a reason, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I mean, so. my life's, I don't even really post that much, to be honest. Yeah, I do the right. story stuff, but I don't really post. Now that's lit though. That's lit though, bro. You said you're gonna bring the podcast back soon. So And you guys are gonna be on it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So everyone stay tuned for that. And you already know where to find us, ladies and gentlemen, at Nick and Femi on Instagram and at YouTube. And make sure you guys leave a comment, subscribe, and leave a review. Because I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, but we just always want to get better. Even if if there's other guests as well that you want us to hit up, like let us know. We'll try and make it happen. But that is it for another episode of Nick and Femi. Yeah, so. guys, remember the more that you guys leave a review, the higher we get rated, the more we can get sponsors, and the more we can get higher quality guests. That's what it's all about. We want to have a bigger budget so we can get different guests. That's all we want. <laughs> <laughs> Femi, bro. That's I'm hearing, bro. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. It's all about the dollars, man. <laughs> nah, we're joking. We're joking. Nice. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. Don't, 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 don't say that. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Own it, bro. Own it. Hey, look. How, how much money you need? Huh? <laughs> how much money you need? Thank you. Talk offline. We'll talk offline. Talk offline. Talk offline. <laughs> if you guys want to watch the uncut version of this, um, you know, subscribe to our OnlyFans account and we'll... <laughs> <laughs> nah, thank you guys so much, man. Etsy, it's been an absolute pleasure, bro. 
Um, honestly, one of our most, one of our, this, this has been one of my favorites, man. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so. Good chat, man. Good Thank chat. you so much, man. It's been another. Speak soon. Have, have a good man. weekend, boys. It's a love. Peace, man. Ciao.